0: And now, on This Week in History, with Paul Waite. Oh, I can't tell the wine from the water, mm-hmm. the wood for the trees, but oh. you can if you talk to us. Ooh. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I, I see my coach, because he clears the fog away in my brain, mm. which is can be, can be quite considerable, to be honest. Good to talk. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> welcome to uh, perhaps the most popular feature on our little Saturday show, which is On This Week in History. So, got a bit of a... Literary theme today. Ooh. Yeah, kicking off um, in 1851, uh, Herman Melville's book *Moby Dick* was published. Um, so, um, is this a book that either of you are familiar with? Already? Um, yeah, I am quite familiar with it. Um, Captain Ahab. I can tell you some interesting trivia about it. Could you like what? Well, the um, the ancestor of the modern sperm whale right, <laughs> was a massive <laughs> predatory whale, <laughs> and it had massive teeth. Like massive teeth, it would have it would have looked like a modern day sperm whale. Like, <laughs> what has that was, got to do with Moby Dick? I'll tell you, I'll uh. tell you. And in honor of Moby Dick, it was named Leviathan Melville. Oh. Oh, that, that's uh, that, that was quite. Lurid, Leviathan, yeah. obviously from the Bible, and yeah. Melville because of Melville. Anyway, very quickly, as, as Callum's using up all of my five minutes. Um, so the story is about um, uh, a guy called Captain Ahab, who's a, obviously a whale hunter, and he becomes obsessed with catching. Uh Moby Dick effectively the whale and the whole story is about his relentless pursuit of the whale uh, and ends up with Cat- Captain Ahab's death. Mm. Um, it's a subject very very dear to me because I absolutely abhor uh, whale hunting. Mm. Um, you know, these are probably the most intelligent animals on the planet. Yep. Um, hugely developed brains, and to go around throwing harpoons into them um, mm. is, is, is an absolute disgrace. They should be our friends. They are our friends. We exactly. are your friends. Well, I don't know what they think about it anyway, if we keep harpooning so, them. If you haven't, if you haven't uh, there's a film about it as well, I think Gregory Peck might have played, um, I'm not sure. Um, read the book anyway. 1856, um a chap called Gail Borden um, was granted a patent for condensed milk. Oh, Okay. So I used to when I was Sweet milk? when I was a little boy. I loved condensed milk. I used I to bet. have. I used to love. <laughs> thank you. I'm not quite, I, I might ask him later what he means by that. So um, yeah, a yeah, bit of mean? condensed milk on some fruits. Yeah, absolutely mm. lovely. Mm. So, eighteen hundred eighty-one, Charles Aguto. I hope I got that right. Aguto. Um, mm. He was put on trial for assassinating President Garfield. Oh, the yeah, cat! I was going <laughs> to say the cat. So, President Garfield is. Um, the, was the second uh, president to be assassinated, obviously the first being uh, Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln, that's what I was going so, uh, yeah, to say. Andrew Garfield, I think stupid. his name was. So um, yeah, President Garfield was assassinated in 1881. So obviously at that time in America, there was a lot of um, division. Um, we've just seen uh, the end of the American Civil War. Um, and in many respects, the country's still divided today. So... He obviously got found guilty I'm not sure what what happened to him We'll tell you next week Um, So back to books 1883 One of the great books of all time Uh, One of the great writers actually Um, Robert Louis Stevenson Mm. Published Treasure Island Jim Hawkins And Long John Silver Long John Silver blind, Blind Pew Do you remember him? Plain the black spots on that. Ah. Ah. Uh, yes, ah. marked really, the spots. Some really, really good films, Treasure Island. Um, I think Ooh. Michael Caine uh, played um, one of the central Michael Caine? Michael Caine, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Louis Stevenson, Robert if you haven't checked him out, um, is an absolutely brilliant author. Um, just writing my third book at the moment, and one of the chapters is actually about my favourite authors of all time. Um so he 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 deserves a big shout out, I think. Um eighteen hundred and eighty-five, interesting one, this. Uh Serbia invaded Bulgaria in a war that only lasted two weeks. There's always, always been a lot of tension in that part of Europe. Um Serbia was quite a big power at the time. Bulgaria is um I've probably mentioned this to you before. Bulgaria is, was probably of all the places I've ever been to, um the biggest surprise and delight. So mm. um I, I I just absolutely loved <laughs> Loved everything about it. To be the food was just amazing. Mm. Got was drunk nearly all the time. I'd love to uh, go there. Drunk nearly all the time. Skiing a of I liked, lot of skiing, I liked the their way. culture, and um, yeah, very much uh, interesting about the the, the war influence. statues everywhere about great Bulgarians that were fighting against the Turks and the Ottomans and that sort of thing. Mm. So uh, this is a, a theme which um, goes right across um, Central and Eastern Europe. So, um, and then just finishing off very quickly, in 1889, um, uh, a, a really brave um, uh, a reporter called Nellie Bly um, travelled. Basically, her target was to see whether she could travel around the world in 80 days, following in the footsteps of Phileas Fogg, mm-hmm. of course, Jules Verne's famous character. Uh, and she actually did it in 72 days and six wow. hours, wow. which is, I think, much better than Michael Palin managed. Wow. so there we are so that's the end of the uh, first session today on this week in history and welcome back to on this week in history today and i've managed to not to, to keep all my knobs up Brew. oh good good yeah yeah faders are up <laughs> <laughs> faders good. are up captain <laughs> Klingon's on the starboard bow <laughs> <laughs> chills at maximum Sorry about that. <laughs> we love Star Trek. We love, oh, love Star Trek. Right. Uh, probably the greatest brain of all time. Apart from Wales, of course. Not people in Wales, because they would, wouldn't would necessarily fulfill f- that category. Not to say that you don't have big brains, people in Wales. Sorry about that. Dig Talbot, myself, shout dig, out. dig myself out of a hole there. Um, Einstein, in 1908, presented his quantum theory of light. Ooh. Hmm. As, uh, Callum will tell us for us now for hours about all of this, but... Um, hmm... hmm. <laughs> no, perhaps he's not. So, anyway, mm. if you haven't read, read everything you want to, to know about the quantum theory of light. It's um, basically Einstein's work, uh, to some extent, has uh, completely uh, made lots of things possible and and also, I suppose, uh, answered many questions that had previously not been answered. So, oh, yeah. Absolutely great man. Um, very interesting one in 1910. The first airplane flight from the deck of a ship. Ah, Oh, okay. so considering it's 1910... So from, from a boat, <laughs> well done. So, so, so taking off from a boat—that's pretty good. Yeah, that's like a little aircraft guy. carrier of a yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. You know? That mm. is quite impressive, though, isn't it? Mm. But that it must have been time. sketchy, yeah. mm. You know, considering that um, in our on this week in history last week we were talking about um, mm. about Wright uh, managing to break the world record and being in the air for uh, yeah. what, nine minutes, was it or something? Mm. Um, so this wasn't that long afterwards. Mm-hmm. Just taking off from the sea, willy nilly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm In 1918, after the end of the First World War, the Republic of Czechoslovakia was created. This is quite interesting. Um, One of my favourite programmes is actually Michael Portillo's uh, Rail Journeys Around Europe. Absolutely love Michael Portillo. Um, He makes me feel good because he dresses more bizarrely than me. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, Callum thinks I look like... um, Like a big bag of Skittles or something. Like a big orange or something. (laughs) (laughs) A big orange that doesn't quite know he's an orange He sometimes thinks he's a pear or something Yeah Dingle, orange Michael Botillo basically sits on the train In his yellow jacket and his red trousers And his blue shirt or whatever Like Rupert Um, the Bear Incredibly intelligent man Um, Was a great politician Great loss to politics actually Perhaps he's got too much integrity um, To be a politician Quite a sincere comment these days Um, So um, I actually know quite a lot about this so Czech- Czechoslovakia um, was was effectively was was not um, uh, so. In fact, it's two two separate territories, and of course today um, we have the Czech Republic and Slovakia. So it was an unnatural joining together in many respects, mm. um, and um, this this was this was brought about. Um, there, there was a lot at the time. If we look at um, Europe all through the sort of fourteen hundreds, fifteen hundreds, etc., dominated by. Things like the um, Holy Roman Empire and the Ottoman Empire and um, Austro-Hungarian Empire and all this. So um, what you had, you you, you basically had uh, these states, I think you'd call them, that didn't really have their own national identity. And so there was naturally a clamour for that. But Czechoslovakia, in fact, they speak two different languages, um, if you know that. So um, the Czechs and the Slovaks are quite different racially, actually. Um, but I'm pleased to say, and I know this because I watch Michael Portillo's program on this. They've actually, they're actually quite friendly today, and uh, they good. they actually like um, they support each other's teams against everyone else. But they just sort of a bit like England and Wales, maybe. Um, so there we are. Uh, moving on, uh, 1922. The BBC started its daily radio broadcasts. Ah. Oh. Um, and if I could read, if I could read my own writing, I'd be able to tell you what where it was done from, but I can't. <laughs> 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 Such <laughs> a, <laughs> a cryptic house. man, can't uh, even read his own writing. house. i <laughs> will yeah. ah. have to look at that whatever it is. So, yeah, 1922 BBC's, uh, and of course, um, I think the radio broadcasts were incredibly important. Um, in that time and even when i was a little boy you know people listened to the radio much more uh, i just i used to listen to radio luxembourg a huge amount as a as a teenager um a really good radio station um in 1935 the nazis deprived the german jews of their citizenship um for those of you who um who who are interested there was a really great program on television this week um featuring uh robert rinder who is a magnificent chap um he's a jew originally from lithuania a really poignant um account of 1800 lithuanian jews being machine gunned down into a trench Mm. and the way the way he describes it was just so beautiful i thought um and then just finishing off on not liking the germans today um (laughs) 1940 german planes destroyed most of coventry mm. um it's, it's quite interesting you know you get a lot of stuff from um about uh how how our our, our response to all of this later in the war where we um incendiaries we, we we um destroyed dresden for instance mm. um yeah and you know i've actually seen um you know germans getting quite angry about this and i just think well you started it buster so anyway, I mustn't get too Don't um, give it if you can't take racial. it. Eight. So that's the end of the second session today. Bringing you the news of old on This Week in History with Paul Waite. Hear ye, hear ye, he, hear ye. He. ye oldy news of oldie oldie. Yeah, it's good. I've been very happy for the last two weeks because Robin Asherwood's been back in the morning. Oh, nice. Yay. And I've been having a, a really double fix of Robin a. Sherwood followed by the Avengers. The Seven Swords oh. of Wayland. Yeah, I watched mm. that the other day. Did you? Yeah. With the demon, the hound of Lucifer. <gasps> <gasps> yeah, thank you. Let's not go on about that because empowering. Do not want to invoke mentioning. any dark spirits? Thank you. <laughs> so, um, last session today on, on this week in history. Um, again, like last week, quite a lot as, was going on um, in mid November throughout the centuries. So, um, picking up on. S- s- b- s- b- <laughs> uh, uh, continuing with the World War Two theme. Um, in 1942, the last Vichy. Uh, French troops in Algeria surrendered. So, um, well, do you remember well, I talked to you a bit about Vichy, Vichy France? Can you remember that at Vichy. To? No. V- not V-G, Vichy. <laughs> I said Vichy. Yeah. <laughs> you can't remember about Vichy. I can't remember specifically. So, no. effectively, um, when um, France capitulated to the Germans uh, in 1940, um, half the Germ- France was basically divided into two uh, with the sort of... Uh, southern part of france uh sort of central down to uh, places like toulouse and and nice etc were split off into their own uh autonomous uh government under the control of marshal patan who very Pétain. sadly was um a great war hero in world war one um and obviously was a, a total nazi collaborator in world war Two. I I sometimes I I I I know quite a lot about this uh, period of history, and I and I I do sort of have some degree of sympathy with people like uh, Chamberlain and Patan. Uh, Patan obviously fought in the, the most bloody conflict of all time, saw hundreds of thousands of his countrymen mm. slaughtered, and to some extent I think you can understand his reluctance to see that happening again. But I think there is no excuse. Uh, the Vichy French were actually more. Um, deeply involved in the transportation of jews out of france than the germans themselves in many respects mm. uh, the dutch the dutch government was very much in the same camp so um we had the notable incident we talked about a while ago with uh, the british navy having to destroy the french navy yeah um, in north africa which um and and and, and that, that's caused friction for a very long time they killed several hundred french sailors um, because the French basically refused to um, to, give out, to give up their ships. And Churchill, very rightly, in my opinion, decided to destroy their fleet. So, uh, very quickly, 1952. Uh, the first regular UK singles chart. Can you believe that? Oh, wow. wow. Uh, in the new, uh, in the MME magazine. Um, it was interesting. I was watching a programme about Vera Lynn the other day. Uh, Vera Lynn had three singles in the top ten. Wow, um, which is quite interesting. And obviously, a very different um, type of music in those days. Uh, Nineteen fifty-six. Uh, people, are, as, as you know, I hugely admire the Hungarians. Um, but this was a very sad week. I, uh, in um, the Hungarian revolt was put down by the Soviets um, in very brutal circumstances. The Soviets basically invaded, went through uh, Budapest um, with hundreds of tanks, and put down. The rebellion. Um, Hungarians, really brave people. I loved going to Budapest. Actually, one of my, one of the best nights of my entire life was, uh, and of course, as you might suspect, also involved getting very drunk. that uh, does seem to be a theme in my good nights out, but. Um, <laughs> they picked the wrong person to try and get drunk let's put it that way <laughs> so 1993 um puerto i didn't know this this is quite interesting i don't know you boys in 1993 puerto rico uh, voted against becoming the 51st state of the united states oh wow! yeah I've, i know there's been a lot of talk about puerto rico maybe uh, joining the usa but i hadn't realized there'd actually been a proper referendum on it no, I need it as of well. Of course, the most famous Puerto Rican that I can think of is Ricky Martin. Mm. Work oh, up da in New da York da City. Da 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 living da la vida loca. loca. Ah, well done, boys. Well, <laughs> thanks for helping me out there. And finally, today, and this is a, this is something Callum's going to really like, because I like it. I love astronomy, so I think one of the things we're going to do when we develop our station is we're going to have some programs about Black interesting holes. things. of use. Thank you for that, Callum. Dark matter. In 2018, mm. astronomers announced the discovery... Of a super Earth planet, Earth-type <gasps> planet, uh, at Barnard's Star, oh. uh, which is six light years uh, away, uh, and this uh, this planet is 3.2 times bigger than Earth. Wow! Uh, and it's generally considered to be very Earth-like. So, Should we move there. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, i think thinking it, it might be a good idea. Hopefully, that Boris Johnson won't be the Prime Minister there. Then that'll be all right. Can I have a section <laughs> so, of it and call it anyway, California? So. <laughs> um that's the end of on this week in history today i hope you enjoyed it it was another one um it's always nice i said to the boys it's always nice when one can embellish the facts aspen weight radio podcasts educate entertain enjoy